Okay, so we discussed the morale gave us a um, a reality-based understanding why a ten-based system is so powerful for uh, for viewing the world, and therefore each one of the six facets of our three-dimensional world is going to subdivide into ten facets, in, 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 into ten parts, I guess you would call it. Um, so that's that's where the number sixty comes from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and again, we, we so far we have really nine dots over there, right? But we said the tenth Asiri Kodesh, the tenth one is that ties everything together, which has to do with the Gemara in in Brachos. Um, what is it? Daf Mem Zayin Base, I think, right? With. Uh, the fact that maybe you could use an Assyrian Tinuch, maybe uh, maybe the Arna Kodesh, maybe maybe the Shechina, all sorts of different things, because the tenth one is just the Kolel. It's the one that unifies all of them. It's not um, uh, an extra digit. It's not a new digit. The Assyria Zehu Nivdul Mikol Hachalokim Laatzmo Vehu Meachedes Kulum Dimyon Hanukuda so the point in the center of a circle, on the one hand, it's not really a part of any part of the circle. On the other hand, it, it uh, unifies the whole circle. It, it identifies for me the central point for the whole circle. Lekach, kol, his paishtus orach v'rochov, who asara? So there, therefore, we come out to the number ten in a two-dimensional plane, and then we have six of those planes. Vechein bechol hashishat zdodim harei lecha shishim gvulim kemoshi is buyer. So then you have sixty positions, so to speak, right, um, on a, a three-dimensional object. 60 fundamental positions that could be described mathematically with a base 10, right? So I tell you on the northern side, right? And, um, you know, on the, uh, the, the upper part, on the, on the upper um, right-hand side of the, right, of that. Then that's that's a concrete position. al So that is speaking to the complete of a Shehem shishim kemoshi is buyer. Ulefikach sover ki hayu shishim bekeres echad. And obviously he alluded to this before that that's for the, there's a, a good reason why Chazal referred to the number of Klausel as being shishim ribua, right? So it, so he, we're hearing over here what the advantage is of the number shishim. Okay, and obviously, like he said before, whatever is happening on a on a macrocosmic level 
needs to happen on a microcosmic level as well. If Klausel are going for a Shlemus of 60, uh, of 60 Shishim Rivua, so then each Yachid is fit for the number 60. Alaman Damar Shisha Hainu Ki Yisroyel Shehem Neged Echad Yesh Bo Misper Shesh Meos Elif. Shaha Avdus Yesh Bo Misper Shesh. Kamashetimse Bechlalus. Shalahem misper sheish meos elaf. So again, he's saying that the opinion that says they were having six is because we're working with six hundred thousand. So then we want to work with the with the six number. Kachra uishi yeh kol echad veechad mi Yisrael b'ma shehu prati raui she yoli sheisha pratim ki chilu kadaver yeish lo misper. The uh, a part of the matter, has the segula, which means has the spiritual characteristic. Segula, spiritual characteristic of everything, of the, of the cloud, of the, of the entirety, of the of the big picture. Yeah. shetipas maim. Fascinating Raya. Spherical. Bowl. So he's saying that a drop of water, people think about a, a drop of water as falling through the air, you know, as being you know, like a teardrop, mm-hmm. right? But he's pointing out that's only because it's falling, hmm. right? Since it's falling, so it kind of gets elongated like a comet, right? It gets a tail. But essentially, if a if water drop itself would be, could be suspended, it would be a circle. It would when be a drop on ball. Tail. Yeah, right. That, that's also you know we do we see it there as well. So the question is why is that? So if you think about it, water is has um, viscous properties. Right? It, it has the polar bonds of uh, of H two O interconnect them all together. So that's why they they try to stick as much together as possible. Circle is the most unified. Thing, right, as opposed to anything beyond anything, a circle has the greatest a circle. Let's talk about a circle. We can talk about a sphere. It's the same thing, just one dimension more. Circle is the greatest area for the smallest level of circumference. Right? A square, let's say, has a much bigger circumference to surface to to to, to area ratio. Right, which means kind of it's a lot more spread out. So, circle is, you know, if you, if you have strong forces unifying and pulling the thing in from every part of itself is pulled in, then it'll be a circle. It's closed in on itself. 
so in three-dimensional thing it's a sphere right so water that is uh, a concept of chibur of unification right water always stays connected with itself right like as you're pointing out you pour some water on the table right uh, that's the water pushed through but that's not a great example because you lose the bottom the bottom of yeah, 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 but in the two-dimensional, right. at least we see it, right? right? Is it, is it stays, uh, stays, uh, stays connected. It doesn't automatically, it uh, doesn't separate. It spreads out, but but it still always maintains its integrity of being of being connected. Yeah. So you're saying that that's the characteristic of water. The characteristic of water at a big level is unity, and we see that even in a drop of water, we see that, right? The heaven had dvorim, ha'elim ha'od, ki heim dvorim, amitim, be'atzvam kasher tovim. He's saying, this is, this is not just something that I'm saying, a local answer over here, right? This is, I'm, I'm, I'm revealing to you a, a large principle in how Hashem built the world, that Hashem built the world in a microcosm, macrocosm type of a fashion, right? Where the same characteristics play out all the way down into the very, very small. Okay. Um, fine. So that was the explanation why one opinion says six and one opinion says 60. Um, just like we see the numbering of Klauser are either 600,000 or Shishim Rebuah, 60, 10,000. Uluman Damar Shahayu. I'm sorry? Oh, Did I jump? Sorry. What? No, no, no. Kemoha Kinim. What's a lomar shaloha yalahem gather cloud? You saw their opinion? Yeah, the last opinion, if you look back on, uh, right, the whole time he's coming to explain the Midrash Mos Rabbah, right? So the last opinion over there is, Rabbi Nosan Omer, Vitimale Ha'aretz Osam, Kehushim Shalkinim. Right? You see that? Okay. You're in your book, it's probably about. It says, by, it says by footnote 43, but I didn't see it there. So. Okay, fine. So that is Do you want to say it again one more time out loud? For those of us that are. Third, so we have, we have six, we have 60, right. and we have. Um, right, we have 12, right? And then, and then, and then, and then the last opinion is Rabbi Nosson, who says that it was like, it was just like the multiplication of lice. saying, what is that coming to say? It's coming to say there, there was no gather to it. There was no definition to it. There, meaning, whether it be 6 or 12 or 60, these might be very high numbers, but at the end of the day, they are 
um, they are numbers. They're innumerable and they're, um, you know, standalone individual, um, you know, units that, that, that have a certain, uh, at the end, limit, even though very big, but still a limit to them. Whereas the multiplication of kinim is something that doesn't have to it any um, concrete correlation or limitation that we can see. Right? I mean, again, everything is that in the Torah is built on man as being the center of the world, which uh, and therefore his perception, his relation to things, is what defines them. By the way, it was very, very interesting. I recently I was blown away. If you contemplate that the only unified world, unified in a way that things work together and have a consistent ongoing relationship in a meaningful way, is the world of man. Whereas both the very, very large world world of, of you know, um, theory of relativity, right, and the very, very small world of quantum mechanics, things really have no relations to one another, no normal relations to one another. In the very, very large, because of the way that the space bends and the expansion of, uh, of the universe, etc., means that the relative relationships are constantly changing and not even like in the same time flow. Right. Talk about that with the physics professor, and then the in the quantum world, things are totally you know, they're, they're erratic and, and and again not not consistent, not not keeping any sort of a concrete relationship to one another. So the the mid-sized world, which is the which is our world, is is the one where it, it's a it's a connected world. So maybe that's just a frame of reference. What is that? Is, could it be that's our frame of reference? Like, if we lived in the quantum world, we'd see that as normal. And so again, normal, not that's why I'm being careful not to no, use the word relational. Normal. No, no, things don't don't make because they're not tied into one another. Is, is this a hashkafic aura, or what is this? It has to do with the fact that we're, I was saying that man's perspective defines reality. Right? So I'm pointing out that man's perspective is not arbitrary, that listen, since it's us that are looking at it, so that's what's going to define reality. So man's perspective is unique. Because man's perspective is the one where, on which level the world is actually consistent and interconnected, whereas on all, uh, whereas on the other levels it's not. Okay. Um, so, so again, so as far as Keenan go, their um, replication is uh, is because uh, you know the eggs that uh, are Keenan. It's a, it's a complicated kinim. Kinim in the sugya, in Sefer Shabbos, Daf, Kuv Zayin, Amud Beis. The fact that um, kinim are not considered to be something that's, that's, uh, that's parovarova, right? To the point that, uh, that, that they can be, they can be killed on Shabbos. Right? One can kill a kinim on Shabbos. It's a different point, that's because of a, that's a, 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 a,
So the the, the reason is because the Gemara says why, because it's not part of a rov. Um, so let's just take that as a fact for now. That there are definitely many different approaches how to understand it. Um, if you want, I can I can show you a few. Um, but the point is that that's that's how they are in the eyes of Chazal, the eyes of the Torah. So let's so which means they're just kind of you know popping into they just they're just kind of coming into being, right? Um, flooding the world, they're just coming out. So two Klausrel are compared to that. Raksha you parim varavim derech ribui kimohakinim shehem gdelim derech ribui kach lo hayalahem gather the gvul, which means obviously we were multiple, we were parim varavim, right? But it was happening in a similar way of kinim of just of just multiplying. Just being more, not really, um, you know, giving birth to X amount of young, and you know, but just, just kind of bursting on the scene. Shekolka haya birkosum bo min madregosum ha elyona. Now, obviously, it doesn't mean the women were not carrying the babies and the babies were not being born and they were not countable. What it means is, it's coming to say, and this is where he's going to really kind of reveal to us this paragraph right here. Um, is where he's going to reveal to us what the, the uh, what he's been talking about the whole time, really, which is all these opinions are coming to express to us what level of bracha, what level of hashpa were they receiving? Was it a bracha of having the the type of bracha that would facilitate having six children? Was it the type of bracha that would facilitate having twelve children? Etc. He's going to say that it doesn't have to be that they were having that many children, because it could be that the physical limitations of the human body don't allow for it, right? Or in this case, with kinim, we human beings definitely are parovarova, and therefore I don't want anyone to walk away from this shear kasvah shalom thinking that it is permissible on Shabbos to kill people, right? People are part of a rose. You're not allowed to kill them in Shabbos. But, what? Are you allowed to kill them in the wall? Back then, maybe you can. <laughs> no, that's, right. that's, that's the problem with killing people in the wall. But in addition to that, right, right, exactly, right. So, You're saying so over two wall instead of one. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you tear a shirt with a knife, it's also your nazik. Yeah, um, so one should not, you know, there were double reason not to kill people on Shabbos, right? So, but the point is, so in what way are we being compared to, to Kinim? Obviously, we are part of Arava. It means the, the, the type of Hashpa that Hashem is sending, the type of Brocha that Hashem is sending of Ribu. What kind is it? So this opinion is that it was the kind that Hashem sends to Kinim of just Multiplicity, right? Just an analogy. We know there's, there's, a, there's, you know, um, 
meiosis and mitosis. The cells divide meiosis, mitosis, right? I don't know if, it, if anyone has trauma from back in uh, high school biology class, right? So I don't know if you conjure up anything negative, but um, just where cells just divide as opposed to a, um, a, a sexual process, meaning to say a process of the combination of two organisms into a new one, right? So just dividing, 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 right? That that's a whole different level of speed and uh, and um, lack of uh, really any limitations. Um, so the you can't even just lay, lay eggs without the. No. So again, again, in reality, what we know scientifically today about the lice that exist today um, it has issues. That that Gemara is one of the Gemaras that all sorts of zoo rabbis and other people like you know have a fun time with. But um, there are some serious Talmud Chachamim who have given it some thought, and you know there are approaches to that Gemara. But uh, I mean, there's some. I think there are some animals that just like they don't leave the other the other gender. They just there, there are there are there are bisexual organisms. There are there are there are asexual organisms. Yes, um, happens to be the most species of Kilim known are not that way. But again, that's a discussion for later. Is it mostly that they don't? Reproduce from any parent at all, or from a shabbos. What? No, not necessarily. Okay, guys, seriously, big sugi. If you want to, we can have like a whole hour-long shear on it. But so pur vu means that there's two genders of offspring. Many different opinions on it. Okay, so, but the morale just is saying that the chazal here don't mean any of that, right? What they mean here is a different quality of bracha that was coming in, to the point that it was, a, it was not a limited bracha, even 60 is limited, it was an unlimited one. Probably ribuyam. Wait, that was, that was another opinion? I don't have another opinion. Does Rabbi Hartman say anything on this? No. I guess it means this. I guess it means thi- this same mandamar. It just he, meaning the, he. This is the one. Who is currently explaining that they was without ghoul, right? He's saying, um, he's saying, according to this opinion that we've just been saying, right? <speaking in Hebrew> What are you going to do with, with those words? For example, we do have there the word prove, right? And he's saying it was not. It was as if it was not there, prove, right? So he says, he's, this is how we're going to interpret the passage. Prove, shalohaya bahem akar. It just, all prove means is it's coming to say, number one, there's not going to be anyone amongst you who's going to be infertile. Vayishutsu, shayumolidim, so now we change it, uh, you know, as opposed to each one of the words being kind of true, right? 
is each one is doing the different thing. Pu just means everybody is fruitful. But not to say that they're, they're all, that the bracha they're all getting is a bracha of puria. Right? Rather, they're all going to be, Yishotsu is going to be moloidim harba. They're going to be giving birth to lots. Vayirbu, Shilotomar kilo haya mimshich ribuyim. That it was a, 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 you should not say that. I'm not sure why it's a, why he's using a double negative over here. But the point is that this next sentence that he's about to say, "Lekach Amar Shahayu Misrabim Acher Kach Yoser Alma Shahayu Shortsim Tchila." That we went from a stage of just nobody is infertile to a stage of having lots and lots of babies to a stage of having babies without limit. So the ribu is just so that you have what to say about someone who says they aren't nimshach. Not, not, not 100% clear that point. Okay. And then maybe you'll say, right, so it sounds like, you know, the, the, basically we learned everything we needed to from Yishutsu, right? Yishutsu is, um, you know, Lice or 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 whatever, right? Uh, you know these something that you know these teeming creatures, right? Which there's no counting how many eggs they lay and how many babies they have, unless you're using microscopes and uh, you know um, types of things that are beyond man's experience, right? So number one, we're saying maybe you're gonna maybe you're gonna think, okay, well it wasn't actually like. Um, numbers of, of multiplication or exponential growth as it was it was and then maybe you're going to say that it didn't last for a very long time so the answer is it did that's the next pasuk right v'shilo toymar shilo haya tamid ad hasof so the, the, maybe you'll say okay it was only for like a week or a month you know but, but it wasn't an ongoing process the entire time we are in Egypt so that's why it says v'yat it was a very powerful expression, right? Powerful in a way that nothing can kind of block it up and stop it up. So it was, it was a, it was a multiplication, and it was a powerful multiplication that was unstoppable. And we didn't ever get smaller from that, from that ribu, from that multiplication. Shaykh v'yatsmu, that's, that's what the word v'yatsmu is coming to do. Ki kol dover shehu yotze min hashir lebesof nichlish. Oh, so he's explaining why would you say such a lump? Why would you propose that it should get weaker? And, uh, and we have to tell you not like that. Saying really because everything that breaks out of, its, out of natural boundaries 
eventually kind of wanes and, and, and falls back down. Veino kol kach for example, right? Um, To maintain some sort of a supernatural state, right, is very, very difficult. Um, and then the moment that effort wanes even a little bit, there's, there's a drastic drop. I, I imagine a, a bodybuilder that this guy is literally, he looks like a, like a, like a monster, right? So that's, that is a supernatural state, right? But the moment the he will stop it, he's going to, you know, lose, like, over the course of a week or two, he's going to lose, you know, 20% of his muscle mass, right? And, 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 but then after that, he's going to have pretty decent, he's still going to stay, like, super duper muscular, right? Or any state where, where it's a complete deviation from normalcy, right? Um, the na natural, you know, so to speak, force of gravity, right? are kind of pulling him down to come back within the regular bell curve, right? The very, very far outliers um, are kind of in defiance of nature and of, of, uh, of regular parameters, right? So there's going to be a natural force pulling him back down, okay? Means there's a... It's, 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 this is not what the Teva is. It's not, it's not what the world was built like. Right? So it's going to get weakened. It's going it's to get, get dragged back down. So that's why he's saying over here that the Pesach says, no, Vayasma, there, there, was, there was a tremendous strengthening in, you know, in defiance of the natural forces kind of weakening it and causing it to stop doing whatever it's doing, right? Um, This was not the case. And all this was happening very much. So the morale is coming to say that, according to the other ones, it's just a bunch of adjectives. And why are we using so many adjectives? To get to a, to a factor of six, right? And then once we're a factor of six, so we'll say it's either six or 12 or 60. But if we're throwing all that out, right, and we're just primarily just going with ribui, really, I mean, really, the shratsu, right? It's just really, that's all we want. We just need that one word, like kinum. So what are all these other words coming to do? The, the other words must be either coming to, you know, say that there was, there was no one who was infertile or that, or there was a real, it was a real multiplic multiplication, um, or that it didn't weaken, right? Etc. Vlo toimar shehayu misatzmim aval eno meod. Lakachomer meod meod. So that, that that last word is coming to say maximum. Meaning within everything there's a maximum and a minimum, right? So you can be functioning in some sort, of, you can fly, right? Flying, that's what we're saying to you right now, they were flying, right? And they continue to fly, they didn't weaken and fall back down to the ground. They continue to fly. But within flying, you can fly like a pigeon or you can fly like an eagle. Right? An eagle flies about 100 times higher than a pigeon. Right? So that, that's, that's what that's coming to say. They, they were on the highest level of rocket. Hmm? 
They were on the highest level of, of this multiplication. Of this multiplication, yeah. Which was a which was a which was a bracha. bracha. Yeah. All all uh, multiplication is a type of a bracha. It would bring more life. It would be a yeah, acting they as a conduit. Bet they Exactly. Um, okay, so we'll stop here. We'll start. We'll start here next week. And how is all this related to the um, the sources that said it's Yahweh Akiva? To the Maka? Yeah.